All aboard! This train called the Carolina Outdoors is choo-chooing down the track. One of the busiest places in the Carolinas, of course, is Lake Norman this summer. Sitting just north of Charlotte, this lake fed by the Catawba River. It's the largest lake, man-made lake in the Carolinas. That's where we're going to go because that's where a lot of people are. We're going to find out about the traffic, I'm sure, uh, it's busy Saturdays and Sundays up there with all the different pursuits that are going on. We're also going to find out what's happening during the weekdays as well. And by doing that, we're going to get head up uh, surf and sport Lake Norman, Mike McDonald. He's been on the Carolina Outdoors before sharing wisdom about Lake Norman. And here he comes again, Mike McDonald. Welcome to the program. Hey there, happy to be back. Thank you. Man, we love getting you on. And of course, uh, I'm a, before we get into boat safety and the activities that people are doing and the, and the types of boats that they are doing them in, Mike, will you just give us a kind of a general look for those of us who have not been out on Lake Norman? You know, here we are a, a year or two or so after the pandemic. How does lake traffic look? And And I'm sure... As I mentioned in the open, Saturdays and Sundays, I'm sure, are busy. But how is it overall? You know, lake traffic is pretty similar to what it's been over the last couple of years since the pandemic. Obviously, the weekends are much busier than the weekdays. Um, but the weekends are still a great time to get out if you go out early in the morning. Um, and then if you want a slower kind of day, then the weekdays by far are the way to go because they're so many less boats and jet skis and just people on the lake in general. Well, I'm going to ask you a little bit about that. And, of course, we are going to talk about boat safety, but there's so many different pursuits that are happening out there on the lake, from anglers being out there to skiers to jet skiers, wakeboarders, wake surfers, fast boats, party boats, house boats. Um, Is all of that happening out there, and are you seeing it all out there? Definitely so. There's all of those um, all over the lake. There's obviously places people seek out to do water sports at because the water's a little bit calmer. There's a little bit less traffic. Um, There's obviously the fishing hotspots as well. Um, And then there's the party boat spots and the sandbars and those kinds of places too. Well, listen, Mike, we got to delve into this because the old saying is uh, the better thing than owning a boat is having a friend that owns a boat. And if you don't have a friend that owns a boat, then you can rent a boat. Um, You're in the boat rental business, and you're making it happen there at Surf and Sport Lake Norman. But uh, along with boat rentals comes, and, and, you know, being on boats or even jet skis, um, what qualifies these days, 2023, for boat safety? All right. So um, if you rent a boat from us and most of the other agencies on the lake, Uh, Most people's insurance requires that anyone who's going to operate a boat has to be 25 or older. Um, And then North Carolina law requires anybody who was born January 1st of 1988 or after um, for them to operate a boat, they have to complete an approved North Carolina boaters safety course and then carry that card with them when they actually are operating whatever kind of vessel it is that they're operating. So let me ask you this, because I know this comes up and this is great information for the listeners to the Carolina Outdoors. How do you handle that? Uh, and is it easy enough to um, to attend a boater safety course and, and get the correct certification uh, certificates and, and whatnot? Or 
Do you just have to find somebody that has that if you want to take a boat out so that they can, quote unquote, captain your boat for the day or the weekend? So the interesting thing is with the age requirement, January 1st of 88, uh, born January 1st of 88 or after, um, if you were born before that, you technically don't need to have the boater safety course. Ah. But if you only drive a boat once a year or once every five years and it's a rental boat, you should take the course anyways just because it's good for general safety and general knowledge. All of our renters have to watch a safety video, whether they've completed the course or not. Um, But, yeah, so – being able to complete that course, it's all done remotely. So if somebody's renting a boat from us and they were born after January 1st of 88, we'll send them a link um, that they can actually go through the course. They can do it all online. They can do it remotely. Now, it's not a quick thing. Uh, it's a couple-hour venture of your life, but um, <laughs> yes. it's a very, very thorough course, and you show up knowing more um, then you probably need to know just to drive a boat for a couple of hours. Um, but it definitely goes through everything that you'll need to know. And then every time you come out and rent a boat with us, our dock staff goes through a safety briefing with you. And here's what Lake Norman is about. And here's the things you need to watch out for on Lake Norman. And here's the kind of the general rules, written and unwritten, of the lake. And they go, all to that, they go through all of that with them before they even leave our docks. The voice there, Mike McDonald from Surf and Sport Lake Norman. He's sharing... A little bit of information with us about what's happening on Lake Norman this summer and now and boat rentals and boat safety. So, Mike, our listeners, there's some of them out there in the Carolina outdoor world that have their own boat. So this is going to be a little bit of a public service that you're going to do. But well, because we know Surf and Sport Lake Norman, you know, has what you need on the boats that they're renting. But if we own our own boat, will you remind us what we need to have on there? Um, to take it out and be safe and, you know, these things like uh, fire extinguishers and the number of PFDs and kind of march us through what we know we need as a requirement to have to uh, legally and safely operate a boat. Yeah, for sure. So you touched on a couple of them right there. You definitely got to have an up-to-date fire extinguisher. Uh, You've got to have a throwover cushion as well that's Coast Guard approved. And then, like you said before, too, the number of life jackets that are on board. So if there are, you know, 10 people on the boat, you've got to have 10 U.S. Coast Guard approved flotation devices or life jackets, whether that's the old school orange ones, uh, kind of the old school keyhole ones, or if you have, you know, the buckle ones, or if you have ones that are kind of the nicer uh, neoprene ones that zip up and buckle. You've got to have all of those on board for the number of passengers that you have on board. And then the number of passengers that you have slash weight that you have on board has to be at or below the capacity for the boat. And most boats have that capacity sticker that will say your boat is you know, rated for up to 12 people or 2,800 pounds, whatever that exact number may be. But your boat should have a sticker that will tell you how many people are weight is allowed on the boat. Hey, what about lighting on the boat? And I, and I guess this uh, this would be mainly a sunset to sunrise during the, the the darker hours. But what is the requirement for a boat in, in regards to um, lighting, bow and stern? Yes, sir. So you've got to have the navigation lights um, on the boat, which is going to be the red and green lights that signify either the port or starboard side or the right or the left side of the vessel. Um, and then you also have to have an anchor light or an anchor beacon as well. Um, an anchor beacon can be, you know, on top if the boat has a tower or if the boat has a bimini or if it's just a mast that has to screw into somewhere on the back of the boat, then it's an elevated light that shows from there. But if you're going to be out at 
sunset or after, you've got to have those nav lights and then that anchor beacon on as well. And honestly, what we tell most people is if you're going to be out even at sunset, once that golden hour hits, like just turn them on. Because sometimes you're swimming and just hanging out in a cove somewhere, you forget to turn them on, and then you're traveling after it's dark and your lights aren't on. So it's better to do it earlier than later. Better safe than sorry, says Mike McDonald, as he shares a little bit or a lot of bit about what's happened on on Lake Norman. And, of course, what you're talking about, Mike, uh, would go for any of our area lakes. Um, Let's talk about etiquette uh, or the rules of driving a boat in regards to who yields to who and that sort of thing. Can you talk to us about that as we are maneuvering um, through the main channel, let's say, of Lake Norman, um, but another boat is coming towards us. Hey, what are the rules of engagement? And, and uh, is it like driving a car, right side of the river versus left side of the river? Can you walk us through that so we can be safe and not have any uh, any unneeded, unnecessary accidents? For sure. So um, it's interesting because the steering wheel on, mo- on boats um, you know, that have two consoles is going to be on the right side of the vehicle. So, you know, in the United States, the steering wheel is actually on the left side of the vehicle, but we drive on the right side of the road. Um, if the boat is a center console, obviously the steering wheel is in the center. But just like you said, you're going to drive up the right side of the channel. Um, and then if you're coming down the other way, then you would travel on the right side. Whatever direction you're traveling, you would travel on the right side, but obviously not so close to shore. Um, that your wake is damaging the shoreline or rocking the docks with the wake that you're creating from your boat. Um, good rule of thumb, I actually use is 100 yards. Sometimes, you know, some publications will say 100 feet or 150 feet, or some even say 200 feet. Um, 100 yards is easy for me to picture because it's a football field, um, and people can kind of picture how big a football field is. So you should be traveling at least a football field away from shoreline and then a good general rule of thumb if somebody's coming at you or kind of crossing against you if you treat it like a four-way stop sign whoever is coming from the right has the right of way hi good good uh, information to know and i assume that that 100 yard rule that you that you're using that sounds good to me because i know about a football field um you should use that with not only other vessels, but um, shallow water structures, anything that's out there kind of give way a bit just to be on the safe side. Absolutely, sure. All right, Mike, we've done the hard work. That is all the stuff to keep our Carolina Outdoor listeners out there being safe and uh, and legal and enjoying what we have in, in regards to boats. But speaking of what we have in regards to boats, take us through surf and sport Lake Norman, because I I listed all the different pursuits that people are doing on the lake, and I know I left some out from uh, wakeboarding to to party boats to uh, anglers to skiing, all of that. Let's rent a boat. What does Surf and Sport have for us, and then how does the boat rental process work? For sure. So Surf and Sport, we do pontoons, tritunes and wake surf boats. So the biggest difference between our pontoons and tritunes, um, you know, pontoons are a 21-foot boat. There's only two tunes underneath the boat instead of the tritune having three. Um, so they're 21 feet. They've got a little smaller motor, so it's a 90-horsepower motor. All of our pontoons and tritunes have uh, Bimini sunshades, Bluetooth stereos, the swim ladders. They'll come fully stocked with however many life jackets you need for the correct passenger capacity. So, like, passenger capacity on the, on the pontoons is eight. 
Whereas if you go up to one of our Tritunes, it's a 24-foot vessel or bigger with a 150-horsepower motor or bigger. Um, so if you're going to be doing more advanced water sports like wakeboarding or water skiing, or if your kids are a little bit older and a little more adventurous on a tube and want to rip around corners and go a little bit faster, the Tritunes definitely go faster. And then we also offer the wake surf boats. Um, so if you're going to be doing wake surfing, uh, specifically wake surfing, you need to use a wake surfing specific boat, which is an inboard boat. Uh, and the biggest difference is where the propeller is located. The propeller on an inboard boat or a wake surfing boat or a wakeboarding boat even is located underneath the hull of the boat instead of behind the boat. So with wake surfing, you're considerably closer to the boat than you would be if you were water skiing or wakeboarding. Um, so a wake surfing specific boat does not put you in any danger when you're doing that sport. That's going to be the biggest thing with that. And those have a 12 passenger capacity, amazing sound systems. They're beautiful boats. Um, they're just great fun to be on. Oh, so you've got this fired up. What a way to escape the heat here in the summer is just jump out there on Lake Norman surfing sport, hook it up and, uh, and get a boat and, and be out there. Now, Mike, a lot of people have vacation homes out there. A lot of people are rent, renting homes on Lake Norman for a week or a long weekend um, just to enjoy lake life uh, here in the summer. How does that work? If we book with Surf and Sport online a, bo- a boat rental, do you bring it to the home or do we come to get it or either or? You know, that is going to depend entirely on how long your stay is and then where the home is that you're renting. So uh-huh. if you're going to rent from us for a couple days or more, two or more days, and the home that you're renting has a dock on the water, mm-hmm. um, then we will deliver the boat to your rental home for however long you're going to rent it for, um, for no extra charge, and then we'll do the pickup as well. So let's just say you were going to rent a Tritune for five days. Um, we would deliver it um, and pick it up at the end of the rental. And we have all of the water sports equipment that you would need, whether it's, you know, a wakeboard, water skis, tubes, kneeboards even, and we would deliver all of that equipment with the boat and then go through the same safety briefing we do with all of our single-day rentals. rentals. Um, and then if you're just going to rent a boat just for the day, then you would pick it up at our Midway Marina location and then drop it back off at our Midway Marina location. All of our booking you can either do online through our website or you can actually call us and then we'll handle that over the phone. Uh, that website where you can also get the phone number, surfandsportlakenorman.com. Mike McDonald's joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. I'm Bill Barty, your host. And, Mike, uh, of course, many of us that have not rented a boat know about renting a car and the way it works as far as petroleum, filling it up with gas. How does it work when we're renting a boat from Surf and Sport Lake Norman? Do we, uh, do we do it just like a rental car or, or what? So we are actually a little bit different um, than a rental car agency because a lot of the rental car agencies charge you a premium um, for them to fill the tank up, um, regardless of, you know, if they put in two gallons or if they put in 20 gallons. Um, So what we do is if you return the boat to us, you are absolutely free to fill it up before you come back to the docks um, and then bring it back with the full tank or we'll actually do that for you. Um, a lot of times when you go to the gas stock, there is a line at the gas stocks, and then it's just cutting into your rental and your vacation time. Um, so you're spending less time enjoying the boat um, while you're filling the boat up. So we don't charge anything extra for us to do it. Um, just like every major rental company on the lake, we charge a security deposit. Um, so let's just say you rent a boat for a single day and you use $113.24 worth of gas. 
what we would do is just dedu- reduct, uh, reduce that from your security deposit and then refund the remainder of the security deposit. And that way you have the most amount of time you can have, you can have that on the boat, on the lake, and not have to worry about sitting at the gas stocks waiting for the boat to fill up. Oh, too cool. The voice right there, Mike McDonald, he's talking to us about what's happening on Lake Norman. And Mike, in review, let me see, help me out going through this. If we're going to head out there on the lake, the busiest times, obviously, are Saturday and Sunday. If we want to escape some of the crowds, get out there on a weekday, especially early in the morning, earlier in the morning, because it seems like traffic is there uh, lower than um, but what about those beautiful Lake Norman sunsets? Is boat rental kind of on the on the increase so that you can get out there on the lake and enjoy a sunset at, at, with uh, Surf and Sport Lake Norman? You know, the sunsets are happening so late in the evenings right now. Most of our daily rentals come back either at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., so uh-huh. they don't necessarily get to enjoy that on the lake, unfortunately. But there are plenty of um, lakeside dining establishments where you could enjoy that as well or you can just even sit at the marina and hang out and watch the sunset um however if you rented a boat from us for the week then the boat is at your docks then you could actually sit out on the boat in your cove and watch the sunset which is one of the best times to be on the lake i i love that time of the of the day you romantic devil you Ah. mike did i miss anything here on the carolina outdoors as our time is ending you know, jet skis are another big one that kind of uh, go up and down the lake. And we don't offer jet ski rentals. Um, there are lots of places that do. Um, you know, the big thing with jet skis is depending on the age of the person who is going to be operating the jet ski. Uh, like, you know, North Carolina law requires anybody who is 14 or older, they have to have completed a boater's safety course. And then if they're 16 or older with that boater safety course, then they can operate the jet ski by themselves. Uh, but let's just say a 14 or 15-year-old has completed the boater safety course, they would still have to have an adult with them on the boat, either who has met the boater safety course requirements or, of course, was born before January 1st of 88. Uh, that's a big thing on the lake, especially with so many people around the lake and all the different people fishing and surfing and ripping about on the lake. So we just want to make sure we abide by all that stuff. And jet skis are a great way to enjoy the lake, too. Hey, we have so many people listening to the Carolina Outdoors early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio who are waking up. And if you missed any of this, you can head over to Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors podcast and check it out. But this is going to be one of the most important parts. The website, Surf and Sport Lake Norman. Spell it all out. Surfandsportlakenorman.com. Check it out for boat rentals and Mike McDonald of Surf and Sport. Thank you so much for the time and information here on the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to be back. Off he goes, and we'll be back on the other side and wrap this thing up called the Carolina Outdoors.